0: Well, amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord once again today. For those of us who are here this morning, the morning and the evening sacrifice, a good pattern to set into your life and your lifestyle. If you have your Bibles, please turn to the book of James, chapter 5. James 5, verses 7 to 11. Therefore, be patient, brethren, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed to endure. You have heard of the perseverance that is in the King James Version, the patience of Job, and seeing the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. We read these words, see how the farmer waits, waiting patiently, until he receives the patient demeanor of a farmer, patient in the preparation, patient in the planting, patient in the tending, patient in the growth process, patient in the yielding, and patient in the harvesting. The J.B. Phillips New Testament reads, But be patient, my brothers, as you wait for the Lord to come. Look at the farmer quietly awaiting his precious harvest. See how he has to possess his soul in patience till the land has had the early and late rains. So you must be patient, resting your hearts on the ultimate certainty. The Lord's coming. Is very near. Now, there is no doubt, there is no doubt that the Scripture speaks to the coming of the Lord. And yet, can we not hear the Spirit of the Lord speaking to us concerning other comings of the Lord? The Amplified Bible reads, See how the farmer waits expectantly for the precious harvest from the land. See how he keeps up his patient vigil over it until he receives the early and late rains. Now we know that we live in a now world. We want things as quickly as possible. We want the harvest just seconds after the planting. It's been said that patience is a virtue. Anyone ever have an adult quote that to you, a parent, a teacher? Patience is a virtue. If so, why does this world regard waiting as a problem, as a drawback, as a setback, a negative, an issue? Patience, my child. You see, we live in a day where waiting is almost frowned upon. We live in a day and age when waiting is frowned upon, where patience is viewed as a crisis that needs to be fixed, dealt with, eliminated, and conquered. Have you known the impatience of a child? All the parents say, Amen. You know, I recently drove through a drive through in order to feed four hungry mouths. So hungry, Dad. Couldn't wait till they get home, pull in. Impatience of a child. Like, I'm a grown man, and I'm okay. <laughs> You're going to be all right, but pull in. Literally from the time it took to drive from the place where you order to the window, the food was bagged and ready. Concerning? Note, I like slow-cooked meals. And the reality is, and the truth is, that even my children were concerned. (laughs) How did they make that food so quick? I don't know if I had the heart to tell them. It was probably just already on the shelf. Billy Graham said these words. With a twinkle in his eyes, my friend says, that his favorite prayer is, Lord, give me patience, and give it to me right now. Patience is a work. Patience is a virtue. The message paraphrase, meanwhile, friends, wait patiently for the master's arrival. You see, farmers do this all the time, waiting for their valuable crops to mature. Patiently letting the rain do its slow but sure work. Be patient like that. Stay steady and strong. The master could arrive at any time. An impatient farmer is hasty in the preparation. An impatient farmer is rushed in the planting. An impatient farmer is hurried in the tending. An impatient farmer is edgy in the growth process. And imagine impatience in harvesting, missing places, cutting corners. Instead of waiting, waiting for their valuable crops to mature, patiently letting the rain do it slow, but sure work. They're out there digging around to see if anything is even happening. And what can end up happening? They hinder, spoil, destroy the harvest before it even breaks through the ground. The word of the Lord, waiting for your valuable crops to mature, patiently letting the rain do its slow, but sure work. Be patient like that. Stay steady and strong. I wonder if a farmer is ever anxious? I sure hope I prepared the ground, right? Sure hope the seed is taking. Sure hope the rain is coming, and even an anxiety concerning what shall be gathered. Will there be an in gathering? But I'd ask tonight in the house of the Lord, is this the way of the Lord? We know the verses found in the book of Philippians, Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, the text reads, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Be anxious for nothing. We read from the message, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. So what does this mean? Does this mean we just sit back and relax and do nothing? I'd suggest not. Proverbs 20, verse 4 in the NLT, Those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at the harvest. The Voice Bible reads, a slacker procrastinates when it's time to plow. So when it's time for harvest, there are no crops in the field. New century version, lazy farmers don't plow when they should. They expect a harvest, but there is none. Christians that don't plow when they should yet with expectation, ah, faith without work, not plowing when we should, and yet this expectation, just as a farmer, As the farmer was diligent when it was time to plow, and yes, he plowed with patience, ensuring the plowing was done right. The reality is, so too, the farmer must be diligent when it's time to plant, and when it's time to tend, and when it's time to harvest. Because this is the truth tonight, church. If the farmer just sat in his house gazing out the window at the field, weeds and pests would take over that which would choke out the seed, that which would trample the field and consume the early sprouting. Romans 12, verses 11 and 12, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient, that is persevering in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, Does that sum up your reality right now? Your way of living, your way of life in the kingdom of God? The New Century Version. Do not be lazy, but work hard. Serving the Lord with all your heart. The Voice Bible, do not slacken your faithfulness and hard work. Let your spirit be on fire, bubbling up and boiling over as you serve the Lord. You know, a farmer patiently waits, and yet a farmer patiently works. Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. I guess it's a fruit of the Spirit, patience. Is that fruit at work in your life? Or do we just have the love, joy? I want the peace. Let's skip over patience. Just give me the kindness, the goodness. Uh, Let me just pick which ones I want here. Spirit, uh, thank you for the list. I'll let you know. You ask the Spirit to come and work in you. Might just work patience into your life. See, the good farmer is patient, and the good farmer is faithful. Imagine a farmer that wasn't faithful, a farmer that was patient but not faithful these types have lived and harvest time comes and there lies a field in ruins let the spirit speak tonight a field that had the potential a field that had the promise a field that just didn't have the principle Just didn't have the passion and just didn't have the persistence. All the patience in the world, but no faithfulness. The Lord's calling us to be good farmers. I trust you can hear the spirit of the Lord tonight. Genesis 8, verse 22. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease." All of us here tonight, no matter our age, how long we've been at this with the Lord, all of us here tonight should be familiar with the plow. All of us here tonight should be familiar with planting, All of us here tonight should be familiar with tending. That the yield would come and harvests would be realized. Yes, the comings of the Lord. If this hasn't been the way of life for us, why is that? Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4, he who observes the wind does not sow, will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not reap. By the Spirit of the Lord, I ask tonight, are you waiting on more favorable winds? Cloudless skies? The voice, those who watch and wait for favorable winds never plant. And those who watch and fret over every cloud never harvest. I love summer. Can I get an amen? I love all the seasons, but I like the heat. And it's summer right now. It's summer right now in the natural. And we know all the seasons they're coming. Winter's coming. Lord, let it arrive late and mild with a short lifespan. We're all praying global warming prayers, at least for Alberta. The cold winter time. I hear the word of the Lord, a season we will experience in the natural, and a season that sometimes comes against us in the spiritual. And we take the text out of the book of Proverbs 20, verse 4. The lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will beg during harvest and have nothing. It's a time, that season, it's a time to get our hands on the plow. The Amplified Bible the sluggard does not plow when winter sets in. Therefore, he begs in harvest and has nothing. It's time to patiently plow the living Bible. If you won't plow in the cold, you won't eat at the harvest. I'm just going to let the Spirit of the Lord work. Back to our main text, J.B. Phillips New Testament. But be patient, my brothers and sisters. As you wait for the Lord to come, Look at the farmer, quietly awaiting his precious harvest. See how he has to possess his soul in patience. There's a word from the Lord. Till the land has had the early and late rains, so you must be patient, resting your hearts on the ultimate certainty. The Lord's coming is very near. Will you be one that displays patience? In an impatient world, among impatient people, will you be one that displays patience? Patience, patient in the preparation. Patient in the planting and the tending. This one's a little tougher. Patient in the growth process. That could speak concerning our lives, how the Lord wants to grow us. Patient in the growth process. Patient in the yielding and patient in the harvesting. Yes, Lord. You say to them, I, well, in the natural, a farmer knows how long the seasons are. That's true. They know the time to harvest, they know the time to plant. Concerning the kingdom, it's different. This is life, not just sustenance in a field. We are to serve as examples. Examples of what? 1 Timothy 1.16, reading from the ESV, I receive mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display His perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in Him for eternal life. By how this applies to the comings of the Lord, to the harvest He desires for us. Think about it. Christ in us, the hope of glory, displaying His perfect patience. In our lives and in our living, we are to be an example. Impatient. Waiting on the Lord, the words of Oswald Chambers, wait on God and he will work. But don't wait in spiritual sulks because you can't see an inch in front of you. Are we detached enough from our spiritual hysterics to wait on God? To wait is not to sit with folded hands but to learn to do what we are told. Psalm 27, verse 14, the Passion Translation. Here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting, for he will never disappoint you. You receive the word of the Lord tonight, Proverbs 19, verse 2. Also, it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge, and he sins who hastens with his feet. Patience is a virtue. Thomas Watson said, There are no sins God's people are more subject to than unbelief and impatience. They are ready either to faint through unbelief or to fret through impatience. Passion Translation, reading the last scripture, the best way to live is with revelation knowledge. For without it, you'll grow impatient and run right into error. Let's have the worship team return tonight. James 5, 7, reading from the KJV, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husband waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it until he receive the early and latter rain. You know what it says, be patient there? If you look it up, it means this, to be of a long spirit. to not lose heart, to have long patience, bear long, suffer long, to persevere patiently and bravely, yea, even enduring misfortunes and troubles. Waiteth, when you look it up, to receive, accept, look for, expect, wait for, await, and tarry for. You know, a farmer. Patiently waits, and yet a farmer patiently works. If that's all you hear tonight, I pray you've heard the text, it's more important than what I'm saying. But if you walk out of here, would you remember that a farmer patiently waits, and yet a farmer patiently works? Farmers do this all the time, waiting for their valuable crops to mature. Patiently letting the rain do its slow but sure work. Be patient like that. Stay steady and strong. You could be waiting on a harvest, something the Lord's called you to plant. You've gone out, you've plowed the field. How sweet it is. Planted the seed. How's has the diligence in the tending and the growth process that there might be a harvest. Plow for a little while, throw the seed in the earth, cover it back up, go sit in the farmhouse, stare out the window, gaze out the window, how sweet it is. I'm sure it's working. Tending. Because there are all those forces that would come. Those enemies come to try and ruin what's been planted. Destroy it. So we have a job to do. We need to tend. and Be faithful in the growth process. Maybe it's your own life been plowing in your walk with the Lord and there's been seed that's gone in and there's been some tending, you know, to take care of the weeds and those forces. But man, this growth process takes a long time. Well, he's the Lord of the harvest, right? But beyond that, Lord have your perfect way listen God knows his timing is perfect would you just trust him too many become impatient in the growth process there's patience in the plowing patience in the seeding someone in the tending and then they realize tending a garden tending a farm isn't that easy tending crops isn't that easy looking after it's pretty hard and I got this tiny little garden plot, it's a community garden, and we're out there the other day, and there's this individual that comes and talks to me all the time, and, and I'm picking weeds, and I'm like, man, I, ju- I just picked these weeds like two days ago, this is ridiculous, this place is so tiny, and he said, yeah, it's a crazy year, all the rain and everything, and I don't know, this new one, this invasive weed, and it's all over the place, and anyways, had two of the kids out with me, and they're picking some stuff, and they had a couple little things in their hand that have grown. He said, it's good you got them out here. Your garden looks a little different this year. I said, yeah, I, they helped me plant it, okay, so. But that's part of it. I want them to understand. And he said, it's good. They need to know where food comes from. You'd be surprised how many kids have no idea where food comes from. It just comes from the drive through window. As soon as you pull up, there's a hand out the window. Patience. Patience. This is a word of the Lord for many. Patience, because we become impatient. Heaven forbid we become impatient with the Lord. (laughs) Don't run ahead. Hudson Taylor, great missionary. Incredible, incredible missionary. And those spoken by a missionary, we might replace missionary for other titles here tonight as I read this. This is his quote. Must have been asked, you know. What are the requirements for a missionary? And so, there are three indispensable requirements for a missionary. Number one. Patience. Number two, patience. Number three, patience, period, end of quote. Put whatever title you want in there tonight, patience. Oh, have patience, have patience. Don't be in such a hurry. When you get impatient, you only start to worry. I actually had to look this up because I couldn't remember the words. Remember, remember that God is patient too. Anyone remember that old song? Somebody's going to Google it tonight. Have patience, have patience. Don't be in such a hurry. When you get impatient, you only start to worry. Remember, remember that God is patient too. Listen, if he's a farmer, my how patient the Lord is. Think about it concerning our own lives. He comes. We welcome him in. He's plowing. He's like, man, this is is work. (laughs) This ground ain't easy. Patient. No rush job. I'm so glad God takes his time. And then I'm glad he takes his time in the planting. And I'm glad he takes his time in the tending and the watering and all that, helping us out and the Spirit's pulling weeds in our life. And, and you know, as we pray and as we fast and as we seek the Lord and worship, he's just pushing away the pests. He's gardening, and garden his field. So patient. Patient in the growth process. I think some are easier on him than others, but, you know, patient in the growth process. He's so faithful. And, you know, concerning this beautiful old world we live in, think about it. If he's a farmer, how patient he is, waiting for the precious fruit of the earth, awaiting his precious harvest, keeping up his patient vigil over it. Waiting for valuable souls, I mean crops, to mature. Let's stand tonight in the house of the Lord. I trust you can receive the word. We all need the Lord to work patience into us. I pray that we would just trust Him. But if it's a season where patience must live, let us work. Let us be faithful. Let us be diligent. Let us serve the Lord with zeal and passion, all for the glory of his name. Lord, we surrender our hearts and our lives tonight. I pray that you would use the text, Lord, and you would use the words spoken. Lord, even as your spirit has moved in this room beyond what has been said, I pray, Lord, that change would take place In our hearts and in our lives. And Lord, I pray that we would hear the words, that we would be like that patient farmer patiently awaits. We give you all the glory tonight, Jesus. We give you all the honor tonight, Lord. Give you all the honor in this house, Lord. I'll just surrender your life in the room tonight. Lord, here I am once again. Surrender to you. Have your way, Jesus.